Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for being here today. Today, our host, Pastor Larry Spargimino, is joined by James Collins to look at some of the breaking news through the lens of Scripture. First, though, Larry and James take a look at some current and classic resources that are available right now through our website, swrc.com. We recently received a letter from a listener in Florida named Billy who listens to the Watchman on the Wall broadcast on WSEB Christian Radio 91.3 FM in Inglewood, Florida. Billy writes, I want to thank you for all the great products that you have on your website. It has become my one-stop shop for Bible prophecy books and DVDs that rightly divide the word of truth. I just received an order of materials this week for my Sunday school class. Well, thank you, Billy. All of us here at Southwest Radio Ministries work very hard to make sure that you and all our listeners have access to quality Bible teaching resources. Over the last few months, we've worked to improve our online bookstore. If you have not been there for a while, I encourage you to check it out. At swrc.com, you will find hundreds of new products with more being added daily. We recently added new books and DVDs from Terry James, Billy Crone, Avi Lipkin, Bob Cornuke, Michael Hoggard, Bill Solace, Donald Perkins, Bill Federer, J.R. Church, Mac Dominic, Jonathan Kahn, Tom Horn, Mark Hitchcock, and many, many more of today's top Bible teachers. Go to swrc.com and click on the bookstore tab at the top of the page to shop our large selection of resources. Today we want to take some time to spotlight a few of our current and classic resources. Let's start with a classic. We recently produced a CD of audio messages from Dr. E.F. Weber. We have titled this product, The Old Time Gospel in Prophecy. Dr. Weber founded Southwest Radio Ministries in 1933. At the height of his ministry, he was one of the most popular radio personalities in the country. He was known as America's radio pastor, and millions tuned in each day to hear his messages. We have collected 12 of Dr. Weber's most famous radio sermons and put them in together in the Old Time Gospel in Prophecy. Included on this CD set are the messages, The Record of the Virgin Birth, The Suffering of Christ, The Glorified Face of Christ, Dispensationalism, Where Are the Christian Dead Now, The Rapture, One Shall Be Taken, Prophecy and This World's Problems, The Jew in Prophecy, Three Reasons Why the USA is a Great Nation, Russia, Germany, and the General Apostasy, and The Revived Roman Empire. I listened to some of these programs last week, and I was amazed at Dr. Weber's insights. He was a man who was years ahead of his time. In these classic radio messages that were broadcast in the 1940s and 50s, he talks about prophecies that are literally being fulfilled today. E.F. Weber's The Old Time Gospel and Prophecy contains 12 of his best-known radio messages on compact disc, and it is available now at swrc.com. A little over 10 years after Southwest Radio Ministries was started by Dr. Weber, a young man named Noah Hutchings walked in the door. After his military service in World War II, Hutch found a part-time job at Southwest Radio Church as a typist. 
Over time, Dr. Weber allowed Hutch to be on radio programs and do some writing. Little did either of them know at the time that Hutch would eventually become the president of the ministry and write dozens of Christian books. When Noah went to be with the Lord in 2015, we here at Southwest Radio began to work to keep his legacy alive. We're very excited to tell you about two classic books by Noah Hutchings that have been completely revived and refreshed in new editions. In 1990, Hutch published his commentary on the Book of Romans titled, Romance of Romans. The book was very popular and quickly sold out. The commentary gave pastors, students, and scholars profound insight into the Apostle Paul's most famous letter. Now, after being out of print for over 30 years, Beacon Street Press has published a brand new edition of Romance of Romans. This revision of Romance of Romans still contains a chapter-by-chapter, verse-by-verse exegesis that is useful and theologically minded. Hutch traces the theme of the gospel throughout the letter. This new edition was designed to inform and enlighten a new generation of Bible readers. All the virtues of Hutch's work in the first edition of Romance of Romans are retained in the updated edition. The commentary displays careful and rigorous exegesis, reflecting the mature judgment of a seasoned scholar who considered the meaning of Romans for many years. At the same time, the theology of Paul's greatest letter is explained clearly and brilliantly. I believe that Noah Hutchings' first edition of Romance of Romans is the best commentary on Romans available and the only volume that surpasses it in this new edition. Hutch did write in a plain and conversational style that made the subjects he approached both interesting and informative. Regardless of the reader's level of education or understanding, I mean that as a compliment. Romance of Romans doesn't read like a dry, boring commentary. It reads like you're sitting in a room with Hutch as he just expounds on the Word of God. In addition to Romance of Romans, Beacon Street Press has just published a new edition of Noah Hutchings' classic book, God Divided the Nations. God Divided the Nations is one of my favorites of Hutch's books. It's one of mine, too. God Divided the Nations addresses how and why God divided the nations. Hutch starts in the beginning in Eden and the antediluvian world. Then he moves to a discussion of the Tower of Babel and the post-flood world. The book then moves from the historic to the prophetic with a discussion of the end-time alignment of nations. Did you know the racial turmoil that we're experiencing today was prophesied in the Bible? It's true. And Hutch looks at those prophecies and so much more in this fascinating little book. God Divided the Nations also contains a chapter that traces the development of world languages. The development of languages is very interesting, yet it is often neglected in Bible study. So I want to encourage everyone to get a copy of the new edition of God Divided the Nations by Noah Hutchings. If you like the segment on the Watchman on the Wall program called Ask Pastor Larry, you will love the book by Dr. Larry Spargimino titled Digging Deeper, Questions and Answers on the Bible, the Christian Life, and the End Times. Over the years, listeners have sent in questions, and this book contains the answers to those questions. You know, James, we love hearing from our listeners. Each day we are blessed to get letters and emails from people all over the country. Many of those letters and emails contain questions. Several years ago, I noticed repeat questions. People kept asking a lot of the same questions over and over. 
That is when the idea for this book came about. This is one of my favorite things that you've written. I've read it several times, and I refer to it often when I have a question about a particular Bible passage. I really appreciate the section about specific text. You really clear up a lot of the confusion. I knew there were certain Bible passages that many people found difficult to understand. Take, for example, the question of eternal security. Many people wrote in and asked, is it possible to lose your salvation? Uh, That's a very common question. I'm asked that quite often. How did you answer? People have trouble accepting the doctrine of the security of the believer because they don't know what it means. It is often misrepresented and caricatured. For one thing, eternal security does not mean that it does not matter if a Christian sins. Sin is a serious matter even for a Christian. When a child disobeys an earthly father, he is disciplined. However, the child's disobedience is not grounds for the father to disown the child and to run him out of the house. God chastens his children and has various ways of giving us a good spanking, Hebrews 12, 6 through 8, but he doesn't disown us, Luke 15, 11 through 32. In John 10, 27 through 29, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Secondly, eternal security does not mean that all those who have made a profession of faith in our church members will go to heaven. The Bible tells the sad story of Simon, who was baptized and who believed. But Peter said to him, For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Acts 8, 13-23. Third, eternal security does not mean that Christians cannot disqualify themselves for positions of leadership and service. Christians are secure in their salvation, But pastors, elders, deacons, Sunday school teachers, and choir members are not necessarily secure in the positions of ministry. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Having therefore these promises, we read in 2 Corinthians 7, 1, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. It does not say... Since we are not sure if we have these promises, let us perfect holiness in the fear of God. Being a recipient of God's promises does not make one spiritually careless. You know, I think it goes back to something else you said in the book Digging Deeper. Eternal security does not depend on our holding on, but upon God, who never lets us go. Exactly. When people come to know Christ as their Savior, they are brought into a relationship with God that guarantees their eternal security. Jude 24 says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. God's power is able to keep the believer from falling. It is up to him, not us, to present us before his glorious presence. Our eternal security is a result of God keeping us, not us maintaining our own salvation. That's just one of the questions and answers in Digging Deeper, Questions and Answers About the Bible, the Christian Life, and the End Times by Dr. Larry Spargimino. There are over 250 pages of questions and answers in this fantastic book. All these current and classic resources are available now. You can have your own copy of The Old Time Gospel and Prophecy by E.F. Weber, Romance of Romans and God Divided the Nations by Noah Hutchings, Digging Deeper by Dr. Larry Spargimino, and The Shepherd by yours truly, James Collins. 
You can find these outstanding resources and much more at swrc.com or by calling 1-800-652-1144. So many wonderful resources are available today. The audio set, The Old Time Gospel and Prophecy by our ministry founder, E.F. Weber. This CD set is yours for a gift of $30 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. A brand new book and DVD, The Shepherd, by our staff evangelist, James Collins, is available today for a gift of $25 or more. As well as two titles from our legacy library, Romance of Romans, and God Divided the Nations, both books by Noah Hutchings. These two books can be yours together for a gift of $35 or more. One more for you to think about getting today is Pastor Larry's excellent book, Digging Deeper. This book will answer your Bible questions and can be yours for a gift of $20 or more. All of these wonderful resources are available online, swrc.com, or when you call toll-free 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Pastor Larry and James Collins are back now to look at some of the breaking news and headlines that we need to know about. Welcome to Headlines from a Last Day's Perspective. Each day we see more and more signs that point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we seek to reveal the truth of Bible prophecy in current events. Our first story comes to us from Nigeria, where 3,462 Nigerian Christians have been killed by Muslim jihadists this year. This according to a report issued in July by the International Society for Civil Liberties and Rule of Law. According to the report, the 3,462 defenseless Christians were hacked to death by Nigeria's Islamic Jihadist. The number equals a daily average of 17. 17 Nigerian Christians on average are murdered each day. The report also states that the number of Nigerian Christian churches attacked, closed, destroyed, or burned since January 2021 is estimated to be around 300, with at least 10 pastors abducted or killed by the jihadists. The Muslim jihadists operate in Nigeria under the cover and protection of government security forces as they abduct, kill, loot, destroy, and forcefully convert their captives. Christians are completely unprotected in Nigeria. Now, the establishment media will not report on this genocide of Nigerian Christians. The story does not fit the media's narrative that Islam is a religion of peace and that Muslims are always victims with Christians and Jews always being the oppressors. So, the murder of 3,462 Christians will get absolutely no attention. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 3.12, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Persecution of Christians in the world is a fact. However, Jesus said in John 16:33, In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. We mourn for the loss of our Christian brothers and sisters in Nigeria, 
but we rejoice in knowing that they have overcome death through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our next story comes from Atlanta, where as hundreds of pro-Palestinian demonstrators rallied downtown, one sign in particular stood out. We can't breathe since 1948, the sign read, a nod to the social unrest of the past year after the death of George Floyd. Experts say it's a reflection of the way American support for the Palestinian cause is growing. A recent Gallup poll showed it was on the rise even before the latest Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Results of Gallup's annual World Affairs poll, released in March, show that although most Americans still sympathize with Israel, favorable views of Palestinians are on the rise. Roughly 30% of overall respondents said they had favorable views of the Palestinian Authority, up from 21% in 2018 and higher than the annual average of 19% since 2001. Such views are increasingly partisan. Republican support for Israel is at 85%, compared with 77% of independents and 64% of Democrats. The percentage of Republicans who view the Palestinian Authority favorably has risen to 19%, up from 9% in 2018. American celebrities are increasingly outspoken about Palestinian support. This has caused an increase in the support in younger generations that many times blindly follow their favorite celebrities. Thousands demonstrated from Boston to Los Angeles supporting Palestinians in rallies and marches marking the 73rd anniversary of the creation of the State of Israel in 1948. Among those marching in New York City's Brooklyn borough was supermodel Bella Hadid, whose father is Palestinian. Entertainers Rihanna and Rage Against the Machine posted Palestinian support on their Instagram accounts. Actors Mark Ruffalo, Susan Sarandon, and Viola Davis took to Twitter to condemn Israel. Last year, actor Seth Rogen made waves when he said he was fed a huge amount of lies about Israel growing up as a Jewish boy, and that his elders omitted information about Palestinian displacement. The violence has also raised tensions with the United States. In Los Angeles, a brawl broke out outside a sushi restaurant between sidewalk diners and a group of men passing by in cars waving Palestinian flags. In Michigan, President Joe Biden's visit to a Ford plant in heavily Arab-American Dearborn was met with a protest over U.S. support of Israel. Some see similarities between struggles of Palestinians and the black community in the United States. When the most recent conflict in Israel began, the Black Lives Matter chapter in Patterson, New Jersey, issued a statement expressing Palestinian solidarity. The link between the struggles of Palestinians and black Americans, a concept scholars call black Palestinian transnational solidarity, dates to the 1980s when Jesse Jackson ran for president on a platform that included demands for Palestinian human rights. Although most Americans still support Israel, one cannot downplay the significance of celebrity political activism to sway the younger generation. In the future, this could lead America away from supporting Israel. As Christians, we must always remember that God said in Genesis 12:3, And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and we must never waver in our support for Israel.
In other news, middle school students in Tacoma, Washington recently brought a flyer home from school explaining that 11-year-olds can legally have sex with someone up to two years older and they can obtain an abortion without their parents' knowledge. The source of the flyer was none other than abortion giant Planned Parenthood. Not surprisingly, parents in Washington were outraged. School officials dismissed their concerns by apologizing for the error, but didn't apologize for Planned Parenthood's continued influence on the sexual indoctrination taking place. During the last election, Washington voters approved a graphic statewide sex ed curriculum created and endorsed by Planned Parenthood and radical activist organizations. Now stop and think about that for a moment. Do you want Planned Parenthood and its cronies influencing your children? Not only does this wretched organization kill more unborn babies than any group in the country, making billions of dollars in the process, they also proudly proclaim themselves to be the single largest provider of sex education in the United States. Its so-called education includes the celebration of promiscuity and, of course, its unrelenting promotion of abortion. God help us when Planned Parenthood gets to teach our kids their repulsive and immoral beliefs. For our next story, we move from Washington State to Washington, D.C., where just weeks after the United States Supreme Court agreed to hear an important case about abortion, Democrats have reintroduced the deceptively named Women's Health Protection Act. In truth, the bill is designed to offer unlimited access to abortion throughout the country, including the right to kill children receiving a prenatal diagnosis of a disability such as Down syndrome. Carol Tobias, president of National Right to Life Council, had this to say. The enthusiastic rush of congressional Democrats to sponsor this bill shows once again that the top legislative priority for Democrats is more and more abortions paid for with tax dollars. The so-called Women's Health Protection Act would essentially remove all legal protections for unborn children on the federal and state level. The Women's Health Protection Act is, in effect, a no-limits-on-abortion-until-birth bill. Even though the politicians in Washington are committed to advancing abortion, across the country, states are standing up to this wicked business of death. According to reports from LifeNews.com, state lawmakers passed 90 pro-life laws in 2021, the most since the disastrous Roe v. Wade decision in 1973. These laws include a total ban on abortions in Arkansas, a ban on abortions after an unborn baby's heartbeat is detectable in Texas, 20-week bans on pain-capable unborn babies in other states, and the latest, a law banning late-term abortions after 24 weeks in New Hampshire. And even as the Biden administration announced that it will no longer enforce federal safety regulations for abortion drugs, other states are pushing back against these despicable efforts. Arizona, Indiana, and Montana have all passed new restrictions on abortion drugs to protect mothers and babies. In Iowa, Kansas, and Kentucky, lawmakers also advanced state constitutional amendments that would make it clear there is no right to abortion or taxpayer-funded abortions in their states. The amendments must receive voters' approval before they can be added. Voters in Louisiana, West Virginia, Tennessee, and other states have already approved similar amendments. 
Increasingly, our society is realizing the precious value of children in the womb, but abortion proponents are desperate to preserve their evil business of death. We cannot allow abortion advocates to gain any ground in the battle for life. Join us on your knees and ask God to reveal the truth about abortion and let your representatives hear from you. Contact your representatives today if they are standing for life. Offer your thanks and support. If not, encourage them to do so and remind them who they represent. Our last story is also another positive story in the culture war. According to a recent report from the Christian Post, in the last eight years, the Boy Scouts of America have lost approximately two million members, plummeting to its current total of 762,000. A spokesman for the Boy Scouts blamed the drop in membership on competition from sports leagues and the pandemic. However, the drop in membership coincides with recent changes in scouting values. In 2013, the Scouts began accepting openly gay members and then leaders. Shortly afterward, they opened their ranks to transgender members and then, despite the organization's name, to girls. A Christian alternative to the Boy Scouts, Trail Life USA, points to other factors that have caused the Scouts' drop in membership. Trail Life USA CEO Mark Hancock suggest the collapse is due to one particular decision. Hancock said, It's not the pandemic or social trends away from the outdoors that is hurting Boy Scouts. When an organization with a remarkable past that provided us with presidents and astronauts and generals and civic leaders for over a hundred years decides to abandon its laser focus on boys and its commitment to the core strengths that made them in this country great, what would you expect? Hancock isn't content to simply point out the problem. He is determined to be a part of the solution. Trail Life USA was founded in 2014 and exists to guide generations of courageous young men to honor God, lead with integrity, serve others, and experience outdoor adventure. The group now has more than 30,000 members in its short tenure, and it continues to grow. Hancock says the reason is simple. Families are scrambling in search of an organization that will help them make godly men from the stuff of boys. Trail Life is that organization, and that's why our numbers are exploding. That will wrap up this edition of Headlines from the Last Day's Perspective. For James Collins, this is Larry Spargimino leaving you with the words of the Apostle Paul, who said in Ephesians 5:15 and 16, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. The Resource Center is full with great books and CDs and DVDs today. Be sure to check them all out on our website, swrc.com. The audio set of the Old Time Gospel and Prophecy by our ministry founder, E.F. Weber. A brand new book and DVD entitled The Shepherd by our staff evangelist, James Collins. Two titles from our legacy library, Romance of Romans and God Divided the Nations, both by Noah Hutchings. And Pastor Larry's book, Digging Deeper, answering questions about the Bible, the Christian life, and the end times. All of these wonderful resources are available online 
swrc.com. And they're also available when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. On Thursday's program, Aaron Lipkin will be here to give us the latest update on what's going on in Israel. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com.